0: I'd like to thank Clark... Enough with that. Put that button away.
1: Good morning.
0: Good morning to you. It is Monday night. It's a national championship kind of night. And we are live for another edition of At the Sports Attic presented by Larcher Lawrence. I'm Alfred Ferdinand Thunder Larcher. The third. The third. Thank you.
1: And you are?
2: Well, my name is Clark Lawrence, and I am the host of this year's show, uh, live at the Sports Addict. That's my partner, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher. We are simulcast oh. tonight live on Facebook Live. We are also on Blog Talk Radio. And you can find us later pretty much anywhere you get all of your podcasts. Uh, join us. Leave a comment on Facebook Live, and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get to those. We'll answer your questions there. If you want to join in with a phone call, hit us up, 760-454-8834, 760-454-8834.
0: Well, you auditioning for then? a job? You auditioning for a job over there?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? Wow, You're get, getting the demo wheel together.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just trying to come up with my drops with, with all of it. How, how'd how I do?
0: It was okay. Oh. Right. Yeah, it was all right. It could have used a little more energy. You know, next time put your weight on it. You know, I
2: was hoping to see you tonight, but uh, you know, it, things happening. It, it, the, the long drive with the commute. I know it snowed two days ago. We got well, to. I couldn't make it to you. You couldn't make it to me.
0: It's a great blizzard of uh, twenty twenty. I can't. I'm not going to be going out in the blizzard. You know, uh, like I, I, I barely leave the house to begin with, and then you throw a blizzard on top of it. I'm not leaving it. Look, you know it. it, it it may not be horrible outside, but I have a nice parking spot. And, oh. uh, you know, you have a garage. You know, you don't have to deal with the, the snow and the ice and the scraping and the uh, finding a parking space and all the well, yard. Well, actually,
2: actually, I do actually have uh, – I, I do park outside. I park in front, outside. That's my uh, choice. Most nights. No, it's because there's a there, there's a vehicle, and we're restoring a car for somebody. So <laughs> You're
0: restoring a car for somebody, right?
2: Oh, yeah. storing not restoring Storing. Oh, okay. okay yeah
0: that makes more sense
1: speaking
2: of cars you, you say yeah. goodbye to your long to your pt cruiser your your time yeah. vehicle yeah.
0: you know i um i have issues with letting things go i'm not a hoarder but i'm close you know as a matter of fact like i'm trying to declutter a little bit right now uh it's kind of the process i'm going through throwing things out but um It was hard. It was very hard to let go of the car. It was very emotional. You know, I I I finished cleaning it out, and I sat in the passenger seat, and I and I grabbed the wheel, and I held it. You know, much like you see on TV when uh, you know somebody's going to see their uh, dying relative in the hospital, I held it and and I talked to it, and I said goodbye, and then I just held the wheel. you know, for like an extra uh, 10 minutes. Now, while cleaning the car, I found some weed in a, in a one-hitter. So, oh. you know, I, I was a little, uh, you know, out of it maybe. So, but yeah. it was it was a very emotional experience. And then I I, I called uh, Victory Auto Wrecker, 710 East Green, in Bensonville, narrow O'Hare, And uh, they came out and uh, I showed the guy the car and the door fell off and it was a whole thing. But, uh, you know, they gave me cash on the spot and uh, they took the car away. Now, the problem was I was going to, I was. I might even keep in the car all uh, winter. But the city, they're they're such maniacs. They're such bastards. Uh, the city of Chicago that they they have uh, these laws and these tickets that punish people. They're punitive. Um, there's stories if you if you search on the internet about how uh, disruptive it is to people's lives in poor communities because you, you can't keep up with the tickets. So every day legally. They were allowed to write my car because I didn't have a, a, a city sticker, just a little sticker that says you're from Chicago in the in the, in the window. Mine expired um, at the end of October, so November, and that's about the time the car died. So I just didn't get to it. it, it the car wasn't driving while I was uh, I wasn't using it, and I knew I was getting a new car, so there was no point in buying the sticker. So, I think what was the sticker price? I think the sticker is like $120. So every day, legally, every single day, every twenty-four hour period, they can write a ticket for two hundred dollars. Now that's a lot of Did money. Daily really tickets for two hundred dollars? I got two, two. I got two two hundred dollar tickets, so four hundred dollars. Shit. Simply, larger. Simply for not getting my car uh, destroyed in time by the city standards. So. Yeah, I mean uh, the the cash on the spot from Victory didn't even cover one of those tickets, but yeah, the car is the car is gone. And uh, this this was actually the last week. I, I posted today because I saw the you know they do the time hop thing on the uh, Facebook, and I made a, a joke about uh, Victory Auto Wreckers, like five years ago, not knowing that one day you know poor Addison would be going.
2: Um, did they pay you enough to cover your your two tickets, Horan? I mean. It, what are they no. going to wait for them to come pick up a car?
0: No. $150? See, here was the other problem. I couldn't. The reason that it took so long to junk my car on top of it is I couldn't find the title. Now, I didn't know you could get rid of a car without a title. You know, it took some well, uh, research to, to do that. Like it probably will take your car no matter what, right? Like, sure. How, how bad it but then they knock
1: $100 off of what they're giving you. Of course.
0: So, so altogether,
1: I got eighty-five dollars for the car. Wow.
0: Okay.
2: Well, hey, that's better than that's better than you paying them to take it away. How about that?
0: There
1: you go. Right. Or, or getting, or getting yep. one
0: more ticket. One more ticket. Now you're at six hundred dollars. Now, now you're, you're tipping a line that can't be uh, untipped. You yeah, know. That's now that's
1: you're good. now you're
0: frustrated with the city, and you know it's just yeah, horrible, horrible. The last time, city, They the promise last time you marijuana. They so, promise you marijuana, Clark, and all they give you is lines. That's
2: the city of Chicago. Lines and everybody's out of marijuana. You, you can't find Well, you can still find it, but you, you can't find it at the legal places because everybody's out. They, they weren't prepared. Um, have you tried to go again? Or I know you, you drove by a line oh. last week. There was no line.
0: No, 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 no. I don't do lines. Um, so I did, I did uh, comb through my garbage today to find marijuana are you you're at that point like you're out you were out and you
1: went no to the i store? bought
0: i bought uh i bought we'll just say from stores because I only buy legal text uh lead you're a lot uh, of right, but I went to one guy's store and uh you know he had some good stuff, so I got that there and then another dude like uh, I ran into who i used to uh i mean I went to his store and he he had some stuff, and it wasn't as good it was like uh you know. Uh, legal ditch weed. So uh, I bought the legal ditch weed and I, I've been smoking the ditch weed, but the other guy I, I purchased from the other store I went to, they had better weed. So I went to look for the better weed and I couldn't find it. And I searched all over my um, uh, end table where it usually sits. And uh, I couldn't find it. I realized, you know, I just cleaned this thing off like a day ago. There's, there's a chance that I threw the baggie out. So I've had the garbage waiting by the door because of the blizzard. You know, I'm not going outside. Um, right. I've had the garbage bag sitting by the door, so I went out there today, and, and and I looked, and sure enough, I dug through. I just went through the top layer. I wasn't going to go too deep, but I did find it. So, yeah. Good work. Crisis. Nice in,
1: crisis
2: I'm, I'm interested in it being legal now because now, like, I think it it'll be easier to know the dosage that's coming at me. And I won't accidentally get too high to get to to accomplish anything,
0: you know. Like, well, the, the the doses are a lot stronger, so I you know I don't you, you're not going to accomplish anything.
2: No, you just have to know what you're in for. Talk talk to your bud tender, as, as I hear they're called the the people that that you purchase it from.
0: I'm going uh, right. I will never call one of those people
2: a bud tender. No, ever, ever,
1: ever, well, ever. When,
0: what are you going to call them? Hey, man, can I – what is that cookie? What What is that? Like, is that going to put me to sleep, or what, what, can I play video games on that? Uh, there you go. There you go. You don't care if they tell you if it's a sativa
2: or an indica or the orange kush or whatever the hell they – whatever they talk about?
0: That's fine. Uh, I, I'm hoping there's signs uh, pointing things like that out. Okay, good, good, good.
2: That'll work. Al, did you catch the big news coming out of baseball? The big cheating scandal has uh, – has come to a hit the stealing signs uh story from the Astros.
0: Did you hear anything signs, about that one
1: today?
0: I it signs. Um, yeah, yeah, I heard I heard some of that. Uh they basically baseball is so uh antiquated, it's so obsolete that uh people were steal they were using sign language and uh, the other teams were picking up on the guy's sign language. Basically well
2: I think it was a pretty big punishment that came down from uh, Commissioner Manfred today. Uh, The the GM and the manager both got suspended for a year. Uh, They've lost a first and second round pick in this year's draft and next year's draft. They're (laughs) fined $5 million. Uh, I think it's a pretty steep final. Other people are saying it's a slap on the wrist. I see people bringing up Pete Rose with the lifetime ban for gambling. Uh, Yet, uh, he, he had that and they're saying, well, these guys are straight-up cheating and won a World Series. People want them to revoke that, which basically taking a title away, that generally only happens in the NCAA and not in the pros, but people were pissed, and they wanted that to happen. I I don't know. I think it's a pretty steep find. Well, then the Astros came out, and they fired the GM, fired the manager. The, uh, the kicker here is one of their assistant coaches was Alex Cora, who is now the Red Sox coach, who they won the World Series two years ago. So now they're trying to. What will come down is, what is the fine going to be for this guy, Al?
0: Yeah, well, you know, Man, Manford and Sons needs to figure that out. And uh, whatever it is, it seems just. You know, if I had my way, if I, if I ran baseball, I would kick the Houston Astros out of the league. They'd be gone. There'd be no Don't. more. Okay. Done. See ya. You, you had your time. You, you stole singles. You used sign language. My God, you're out of here. You're completely gone. Um I would let them join I would let them join the XFL. That would be fine. They could go play for the XFL. You and really
2: um a baseball fan that you are, I I understand
0: how this one goes be I can, I, yep. I would probably go to the people and say this is a national disgrace. I apologize and uh we're ending baseball. That's it. Finished. That's it.
2: That's it. Done. Okay. Then you, you never have traffic again. Is how that would be.
0: Well, there's always traffic, Clark. Uh-huh. Uh, traffic is perpetual, my friend. It's forever. It is, uh, when, you get to, when you get to heaven, Clark, and uh, you're up in the sky and you, you realize the clouds are nice and soft and you're bouncing around and you go say hi to the drummer of uh, Rush and you, you go and you shake hands with some uh, old friends and neighbors and whatnot, then you realize, next thing you know, you're standing in line and St. Pete talks to everybody. When you get to the Golden Gate, St. Peter up front, he's a chatty son of a bitch. He's very friendly, but he's talking. Everybody in line. Everybody in line. Everybody in line. Long conversations where you're sitting there waiting. And, you know, you just want to get to your cloud. Jesus. And you're already there. You, you already got the rust drummer
2: in here. You're right on topic here. He, he passed away, right? Rest in peace there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Tom Sawyer. Bam, 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 bam. I don't know. I, I just, that was a random like uh, thing. I don't yeah, think yeah. that was Tom Sawyer. Uh, you know, Canadians, week, you know.
2: Last week on our show, we were very happy, very heavy on New Japan Pro Wrestling. We did touch a little bit on on the other stuff, on football and things like that. But we've had another week of NFL playoffs, another week of daily fantasy playoffs. Al, um, yeah. It, to me, am I wrong on this? But this might be the last. This was the last good week
0: to play. Well, football. this was the last full <laughs> slate of. Uh, yeah, it's the last full slate. You know, right. after you got the, four, you know, now you're going down to two games as opposed to four. And uh, it's just, uh, there's not enough uh, talent to make a, uh, you know, Massfield lineup. So, uh, yeah, this was the last week. Um, so, you, uh, you weren't in the league game this week, uh, but the finals are in. <clears throat> Let's see.
1: Let's yeah, see I, uh,
0: I,
2: failed, I failed to enter that league. I, I apologize. I don't
0: know what happened there. We know. You were afraid, and that's okay. I understand. You wanted uh, you didn't you not want your average to go down in a very confusing week. Um, so you know, uh, uh, our worst player came in ninth place with ninety nine point five points. Us ninety nine. Um, let's see, On buddy Eddie Ed sixth at one hundred and eight, but he he was second in money winning, so that's interesting. Okay. Cooley came in fifth with a, a late season rally. Charlie Hogan came in fourth with 112, uh, fifth at 111. Charlie Hogan at 112 at fourth. And then moving up with a late season surge, this guy came on fire. Uh, he actually won the final week. I came in second, by the way, um, Jake Jake Myers uh, m- moved out he, he was in you know what he started the season in Chicago he ended it in like San Diego and right. ever since he moved to San Diego the guy's number has uh, improved but he ended up in third place taking out uh putting up 113 points well he won and the then- final two weeks
2: he, he won both playoff weeks that a boy
0: yeah yeah good for him and then uh in second place is uh Clark Lightning Lawrence with and.
2: Point five. Decisively in second place as well Like way yeah, ahead of yeah.
0: that Well about five five points ahead of uh, Well 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 Six, six, six and, and a half points. Yeah Clark Lightning Lawrence and, and uh, In first place is uh, Alfred Thunder Larcher With 131.5 So that's what uh, 11 points ahead of you So decisively in first place Yep So yeah. My goal this year was to improve my cash game, and I clearly did that. Uh, they say that, like, the beginning of being able to win in cash, your average needs to be about 130. So I broke the threshold this year, and uh, next year I just hope to build upon that. And I learned a lot this year. I learned how to gamble properly, you know, Good. picking the right games. Uh, uh-huh. It is very important to understand the games you're playing and what you're doing, and uh, uh, how to balance cash versus tournament. Uh, because my tournament play is great. I mean, there, there's no question. I do fine. Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, I haven't won. I not won a big one, but I, I'm constantly within within a conversation of winning. So, isn't it
2: basically come down to it, hey, take a look and see who has the high over unders when it comes to playing? I mean, you want you want games that are going to score a lot. Am I wrong on that? Like, isn't that like? <laughs> it's a little basic, and very general on it. I mean, that's got to get you somewhere if you start there.
0: One you number one in cash games you you just want to you want to you want to minimize risk as much as possible and generally that means playing with the field as opposed to the field and with the field you know lesser players uh tend to do that they they look for the over and under and they use that as a tool to pick the what teams to get their players from um you know but but a real uh, you know a true fantasy player understands that like you know, the Miami Dolphins versus the Jets are probably going to put up a lot of fantasy points, even though there's a low over and under and it's a shit game between two shit teams. Because, you know, guys still catch balls. Guys still run balls. You know, offense still happens, even in bad games. Uh, now, you're right. If it's a terrible over and under, you know, if you're talking under, you know, if under 43 is generally the threshold. If you're looking at a game under 43 points on an over and under, you're probably going to want to avoid that game altogether uh, minus a player or two that that makes sense you know if there's a star player that's just going to go off you know you you play that game um man i was so right this week and so wrong another another thing is you want to maximize uh your floor so you know in that flex position don't play tight end like clark likes to um occasionally maybe a wide receiver but almost always, in a full-game slate, you're going to, want to play, you're going to want to find three running backs because their production is almost guaranteed. It's a higher rate of success. And then from there, you want only one risk I look for on a game. You know, you have three wide receivers set. Um, usually my second wide receiver is going to be more of a risk than it's kind of going to go against the field. It's that guy I know is going to have a good game Then I'm playing a lot in tournament. Um, I okay. usually throw that in there. And that, that'll that give you a little bit of variance off of everybody else's play. Um, there's things I don't do that you should do. You shouldn't really spend up at quarterback. Um, I've kind of fallen in that trap a little bit this year because of uh, – although Jackson was always a good play this year, LaShawn Jackson, um, except, Les, except Lamar Jackson, except this week. My God. Um, yeah, that's
2: kind of a shocker. How about Tennessee and Derrick Henry, man?
0: Well – one of the things I got right this week in fantasy is everyone was saying this is the week to get off uh, Derrick Henry. You know, they're going to be playing from behind, and he doesn't catch balls. All he does is run. Uh, he's got right. a great flip. Even if they're losing, he's still, he's still going to touch the, the ball 20 times, even in a losing effort. But I just had this feeling like, man, this guy's going to have a great game. I had him rated as my number one running back, despite the price, because he was priced up this week. He was the most expensive running back. Um and I just had a feeling, so I played a lot of Derrick Henry, so I was on it. I, I was, I forced, I forced him into uh, 25% of my lineups, whereas uh, he was, he was projected at uh, about 17% ownership. I think he came in at around 14. So, um, you know, Derrick Henry was a great play. I, I built two cash game lineups, and I decided to go with the safer of the two, and the second one crushed. It like put up like 200 points and the one I I ended up playing cost me a lot of money this week so it was safe. I mean I I think I ended up with uh, Lamar Jackson in in my cash lineup this week so that that stung. Um, I didn't think Tennessee would win but I thought they were going to play a a good game. You know of all the wild card teams going in and they almost didn't make the playoffs. There was like another team that was right on their ass uh, that I think Dropped it, and it might have been the Raiders. Somebody somebody screwed up at the last second, and, and Titans got in. Titans were the most complete team in that wild card picture. They, that team, they came on late, they came on strong, they found their stride with Derrick Henry, who, you know, everybody all year has been talking about um, Lamar Jackson. And if it's not Lamar Jackson, they're talking about Mahomes. And if it wasn't Mahomes, they were talking about Russell, Russell Wilson. Derrick Henry just slipped through cracks. I mean, this, listen to this guy's production in the last three games. Against Houston, 32 attempts, 211 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, 34 attempts, 182 yards in a touchdown. This week, 30 attempts, 195 yards, no wow. touchdowns. Yeah! Wow. I, I look at his receiving. Um, you know, he had two catches this week, one catch last week. It's true. He doesn't. He doesn't. They don't throw him the ball at all. Um, you know, he's had. Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Looks like eight games this year over a hundred yards. You know, the guy. Yeah. The guy always got. Uh, the guy was <laughs> truly one of the MVPs of the NFL this year, and. Um, as a Bears when I look fan, at, it's tough to watch somebody run that
2: well for me because the Bears just didn't have the run. There wasn't any run game.
0: I mean, that's true of most of the NFL. There's not much of a run game anywhere. Um, sure. Tennessee had that going for them offensively. They got, they got some decent wide receivers. It's not like they don't have uh, uh, talent at the wide receiver position. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, uh, both having great years. And uh, Ryan Tannehill's just been solid, you know. He's just a very safe, efficient quarterback. He's not, he's not flashy. He's not going to give you big plays. But he's, he's going to consistently move the ball with great accuracy. And that says a lot. And I look at the Tennessee Titans, who next week, this coming week, have to go to Kansas City. And play the Chiefs. By the way, take the under on that game. I don't know what it is yet, but take the under.
2: Yeah, you're uh, for sure on the under. Well, because the, the, the Chiefs just went to the. Uh, they, they hit the over by the in the middle of the first half this last week.
0: Yeah, uh, the Chiefs generally don't uh, don't hit overs at home. Oh. So know,
1: okay. uh,
0: yeah. Two weeks in a row, huh? have
2: much touchdown pass, my friend.
0: That's right. Yeah, I got a little action on that, mm-hmm. and then, uh, then 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 Tannehill landed in the next possession down there.
1: Because
0: I remember I was, yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, damn, you know, I, the guy who's supposed to run the ball throws the ball for the touchdown. The guy who's supposed to throw the ball runs the ball for the touchdown. It's a it's a wacko world with the Titans winning. But um, I look at the Kansas City Chiefs, and clearly. The Forty ers are the Chiefs are your favorites to win the Super Bowl. Probably the edge is going to Kansas City at this point. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, their tight end actually gives them fantasy production. So fucking Kittle. Uh that's a whole other subject. Yeah, he dropped the ball, didn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. Uh, I decided, so I decided to make 150 lineups, all of them with Deshaun Watson as my quarterback. Oh. And I
1: and I, and I decided
0: bad. to I decided to fade like the heaviest chalk which was Damian Williams, who ended up being, I think, the highest-scoring running back on the, uh, on the slate. So that was a mistake. I, I screwed up at running back this week. I, I would have killed, killed, if it wasn't for the running back situation because I faded on Damian Williams. I didn't have any Coleman, and I, ha- I was very uh, high on brother Mozart. So, okay. So oh, Mozart – was the guy who was projected to be the San Francisco's best running back and has been, Raheem uh, Mozart. But instead, they, they, they changed it up and they went with Coleman. And that crushed me. I mean, that broke my heart. So, anyways, I look at these Kansas City Chiefs, and they seem indestructible, but, you know, they've lost some games this year, obviously. And the games they lose, I, the one that stands out the most, because I watched the whole game, because I, in I was in Indianapolis as it happened, was when they lost to the, the, to the uh, Colts <laughs> fairly early in the season, giving them their first loss of the year. And how they lost that game was the Colts played keep, keep away. Um, actually, that's not true. They, they, did, uh, they snapped the ball 63 times. In general, they, they get about 65 snaps. But they slowed the game down with a run game. And it was effective. They, their other loss this year was Green Bay Packers. Now, the Packers, same thing. The Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones goes off. They win the game. Their next loss in the year, Clark, and this is an interesting one, 32-35, they lose the game. You know who beats them? No. Who wasn't? It was the Tennessee Titans. Interesting. Who, again, what's their strength? Heavy run attack. Okay, so now, and that was in Tennessee, now they're going to Kansas City, and it's a rematch, and we know, statistically speaking in sports, in, in football, that when a team faces a team the second time, offensive production is reduced because there's game tape on the offense, and the and the defensive coordinator is able to plan, uh, take away, and understand their, their playbook a little better against the flow of their defense, so... Statistically speaking, Kansas City is coming down uh, in a very, very tough matchup. The kryptonite of the Kansas City um, Chiefs is exactly who and what the Tennessee Titans are. So that game is very – and I think – I mean, hands down, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win that game. Like, I'm not okay. trying to sway anyone's opinion in in, in in gambling aspect to go ahead. Except I would definitely take the under. Um, that. The, that's going to be any different. That the Kansas City Chiefs aren't going to fulfill their destiny, but I'm saying this game is going to be good, and I, I'm saying that Tennessee has a chance, a real chance. And uh, are, I, I'm definitely going to. Are you
2: Are you going to? Should we stay on Henry this week, or yeah, what, yeah. What do we do here?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah? I'm I'm staying on Derek Henry this week. All right. As a matter of fact, I like Derek Henry so much. I'm pro- I. I I don't know if they what they're going to do. Uh, you know, there'll be some DraftKings game games. It Might be a showdown. Um, I might do a showdown and captain. Quarterback? Up and...
2: Which quarterback am I wanting to go for? Is it Garoppolo? Out of the four teams left in daily fantasy, because there is a three dollar. There's a three dollar game out there, twenty player max. Um, that'll be there for the two games. Kind of the same thing. It's just less of a player field, of course.
0: Let me see here. Let me look at the. Uh... Yeah, that's
2: that's have,
0: what I'm there. I don't know. I wonder if projections are out. They are. Um, there are
2: three teams that I wouldn't wouldn't mind seeing in the Super Bowl.
0: Three of them. Yeah, I'm down to two. Two. Yeah, three. Yeah, I'll go three. I mean, obviously, we don't want Green Bay. Who? Yeah. Green Bay Packers. We don't want them. No, I anyway. uh, I'm really uh, I, I want Tennessee. Like that's that's where my heart is. My money is probably with winning it all. I think I think San Francisco.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: I think I, mean, I think Kansas City is just they can't. There's something about old Holmgren or um, I'm sorry, Andy Reid that just just can't finish the job, and uh, I think that's what we're gonna see.
2: I like the Holmgren there. Yeah, absolutely. No. And but, saying, don't you have this man. nagging feeling? That the Packers are going to beat the 49ers Some call is going to go their damn way Something's going to happen Aaron Rodgers is going to throw a pass to Devontae Adams And he's going to juke everybody out of their pants That kind of bullshit just happens It seems like it's, yep. it's the year Where the Bears, everything's down And it seems like it's the year Where the Packers are just going to get this shit done somehow
0: The Packers really don't impress me much They, um, they have solid line play And uh, uh, so does San Francisco um. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I, I can't see San Francisco losing that game. I really can't. But I know what you mean. It just feels as a Bears fan that somehow the Packers are going to pull it out. Now, yeah. Packers are ex- – or I'm sorry, San Francisco is really good against the run. And uh, they're also pretty good against the quarterback, minus a couple – I mean, Drew Brees lit him up. Lamar Jackson lit him up. But Aaron Rodgers isn't Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's not – the same guy as he was a couple of years ago. Are you sure? Right. Are you <laughs>
1: sure? I've seen
2: him yeah, make some yeah. plays this year. I mean, he kicked the Bears' ass a couple times. Not saying too much. But I not don't know. so much.
0: I, not so much him, but the receiving core isn't the same. You know, I
2: mean, the Bears had a chance to go after Garoppolo a couple of years ago. Local yeah. kid went to Eastern Illinois. Grew up in the suburbs
0: right around here. Uh, well, now we're in the community, so everything's fine. Now what? Now we're going to get Tom Brady, according to the news, so everything's fine.
2: Do you, well, bring him in for competition for Mitchell is what they're going to do.
0: No, no, no. We, we, put the,
2: we let the goat graze on that field. The Packers and the Astros are one and the same. They're all cheaters, my friend.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I don't like the Packers' odds. I really don't. They felt fake all year, but yet here they are, and it's championship weekend, and um, they're there. They're there. I mean, what can you say? They are there. I agree. Yeah.
2: And, and the Bears aren't anywhere around
0: for that. Well, the Bears aren't. in conversation. You know, uh, uh, Brandon has been on the show before. You know, he he posted about the frickin' Mitch thing. And it's like, dude, we get it. We know. We could have had one of the Watson or, or Mahomes. But, like, the Bears aren't even in the playoffs. They're not in a conversation right now. Well, so don't kick people you- when they're down.
2: I agree with you, but, but why don't we talk about the big breaking Bears news today? They went out and they got the man that's going to change everything. It's going to fix the offense. They they've got an offensive coordinator, Al, former Cincinnati Bengals offensive coordinator, Bill. No, Bob. Uh, Bill Lazor. Bill Lazor. Former. Did you hear the <laughs> team that said was the former offensive
1: coordinator for the, the Bengals? Cincinnati Bengals. And when I think
0: of high potent offenses, man, I think of the Bengals.
1: You want to hear this?
2: At least the guy can't hold a job for very long. Every 2-3 years he goes to another team. So from 2000 he he was out of work this last season. From 2017 okay. to 18 he was he was uh he, he was with the team as their offensive coordinator. 2014 to 15 he was the Dolphins coordinator. Before that, the Eagles in 2013, before that, the Seahawks, before that, the Redskins. He's changing jobs every 2-3 years. What the
0: yeah, that's really? not good. You know? When you see somebody's resume and it's all over the place, you know something bad's happening. What's
2: the guy's name, Bill Lazers? I was going to say I was hoping that he would pick up the uh, – he. I was going to say I was hoping that he would, like, uh, take over play calling, but shit, I, I, I don't think he could do a better job from what I've seen. Of course, I don't know too much more about
1: him, but – He looks like a high school career. coach. What? He looks like
0: a high school coach. Yes, he does. Absolutely. i am gonna picture. pictures. The guy looks like he's some kind of high school coach. Um, find Bill right. Lazars. No, I don't want to find his personal information. I want to know what, okay, Bill Lazar offensive scheme. He went to so Cornell.
2: Maybe he's a smart guy. He was born in Scranton, Pennsylvania. He's 47 years old. He was, he's, a, he's a Gemini such as I, born on June 14th.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I don't trust those Gemini's.
2: No, you shouldn't. We're the twins. Elijah wants to get the uh Kansas City offensive coordinator to BROC, but it's too late. They already signed one, man. They have Season. the new guy is is here.
0: Okay, here here's what they said of this guy last year. Okay. This is last year when the Bengals retained him and the second paragraph is what's important. The quote, here's the quote. He's very comfortable with how I see it, Lewis said of Lazar yesterday before the contract extension for the offensive coordinator was made official. We basically wasted the 2,000 snaps of OTAs in training camp because it was through another man's eyes. When Bill took over, Bill was able to try and work through things that had been already done without trying to slow our players down. He tried to work in constraints of the way things were and the things that had been installed. Now here's the here's the important part. This season, the Bengals ranked 32nd in yards, 27th in passing yards, 31st in rushing yards, and 26th in points scored. That's an embarrassing stat line for this offense and apparently is enough for Lazar to retain his job as offensive coordinator. So stinging words written by Rebecca Toback of uh Cincinnati Community Page.
2: No, oh, man.
1: Explanation. Yeah. I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna take a look and see how was the Miami Dolphins 2014 offense. Miami Dolphins. He was the coordinator there then. Huh. Is there is there Am- any way <laughs> Yeah. I feel like we're wasting our breath right now. I mean,
1: shit. No, no this
2: is purgatory right now, Larcher. It's such a damn purgatory. It's unbelievable.
1: Miami All right, go- a- Oh go ahead. Okay. No, no, you got you got something to go.
2: No, uh, uh that year they uh they had three hundred and seventy uh three thousand seven hundred and twenty nine uh yards passing. Um I I hang on. Give me a second here
0: to find their rankings. All right. Yeah, I somebody broke down his coaching career as he was being hired to the offensive uh position at the uh, Bengals, but it doesn't provide a lot of information is what he did on each team. You know, for example, 20, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, 2013 on January 29, 2013, Lazar accepted a position with Philadelphia Eagles as the quarterbacks coach coaching alongside chip Kelly from 14 to 15. He went to the dolphins. He was named offensive coordinator. He was fired a year later. He got the job January 15th of 14 was fired November 30th of 2015. So things weren't good. no,
2: no, no. Then all. he was
0: then he was in the Bengals, uh, offensive coordinator. And I just read you what he did uh, prior to this season. And you can't judge him on this season because the, the whole thing was a, a, a train wreck. He wasn't there this season,
2: so yeah. I mean, oh, he's, he he didn't work this year. No, no, he's out of work, Hal. They they, get, they hired a guy who was oh, sitting at home. God, huh? William, get the Bears on the phone. This is ridiculous. Call them, Bears. Call us. Which which Bears? You want to hear from?
0: Yeah, it's, I don't know if they have the press department there now. Or I would, I would call the Chicago Bears and be like, "What are we doing here? What is this? Can we? Re- can is the is the ink dry on the contract? Because this is garbage. This is Give bad.
2: More, she can't be happy about this. You're dragging her father's name through the mud here.
0: Come on. You know, I used to go to church with that woman, so I know where she goes to church Sunday. You want to come and pray with me? Well, just to.
2: Go say a prayer or two, but I, it, maybe it'd now be stalking since we are
0: already we're on record as having said no, that,
2: no. or or we're just going to pray.
0: Here's what we do, Clark. You and I. This is the plan. This is the game plan. We're going to do this for all Bears fans, and we're we're going to save the Chicago Bears and this upcoming season. You and I are going to put on our Sunday best. I'm going to put. Um, you're going to put on your, uh, you know, your one checkered shirt and uh, and one of those dopey jackets you got. I'm going to put on my purple suit. And uh, my my praying suit, and you and I, we're gonna get in, and we're gonna get into the um, uh, the Sonata, and we're gonna drive down uh, to this church, and, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna see where she's sitting. You know, we're gonna get there early, and we're gonna throw a little money in the basket and ask the attendant there, like, uh, "Hey, uh, where, where's uh, where's v at?" <coughs> we're gonna see where she's sitting, and then yeah, yeah, Virginia, and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go and we're gonna sit in the pew behind her. And we're going to get on our knees, Clark. And we're going to get down on our knees and we're going to be vocal. We're we're going to pray out loud. we're going to go, Dear Lord, please give the power to the authorities of the Chicago Bears and give them the ability to accept change they need to make in order to fix their season because Bill Lazar is garbage. he, he, He...
1: what Lazar?
0: Yeah, Zor? I say Lazar.
1: Laser. Laser. Yeah. Zor. La- whatever.
0: The guy should be fired now. I shouldn't different. even have to learn his name. Dear God, I'm sorry. Uh, Clark was distracting me. He's very, very. Uh, he's very distracting at church. Shh. Okay. It's a church. Dear, dear Lord, please, please give Virginia the strength and power to accept the fact that Bill Lazar. Is garbage, and he is going to waste another season. And all the Lord's prayers, you know, because God, we know the Bears are your team. We've seen you block field goals for us right after Walter Payton died. Uh, we bad. know the mask and the miracles that you can provide. We need the strength of Virginia McCaskey to go ahead and put Larcher and Lawrence in the front office. Oh, done, done. We got, and them. then. You know what? They're gonna pass that. They're gonna pass that basket around, and Virginia's gonna eye us. She's gonna see what's going on, and you and I, we're gonna be big shots because we're gonna throw a twenty dollar bill, each of us, in the basket. And next thing you know, man, I'm telling you that she she's gonna fire them. We're gonna get a phone call, and you know it's the Lord's will. I'm on a I'm on a mission from God. They're gonna go ahead, and they're probably gonna give me the job. And yeah, we can fix this thing. This seems foolproof to me. Um, God, it. this this news is, is gonna happen, man. It's we're pulling this off. Sign me up. I'm
2: in. Absolutely, 100. Uh, can we can we talk about something else? Sure. Back what back else you playoff. got? Back to the the, the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, it, there were two. Well, damn it, this is gonna be on the same vein. Got to watch Deshaun Watson light it up, 24 unanswered points to start out the game against the Kansas City Chiefs. And then Patrick Mahomes brings his high-powered Kansas City offense back with 28 more points before the end of the half. I mean, just seeing some offensive offenses being run, being played by quarterbacks who yeah. seem to know what they're doing out there. It just –
1: it seems – Watson,
0: much- who, by the way, was my QB1, as I said, um, he – he went ahead and he was, uh, uh, he threw for over, he was the first quarterback to throw over 300 yards and three touchdowns and zero interceptions in a game and lose. Wow. Uh, two, two, he threw two, two uh, two touchdowns. three hundred wow. and eighty eight yards, no interceptions, sacked six times. I'm sorry, four times, rushed six for 37 and a touchdown. Um, yeah, man, that was uh, uh, Deshaun Watson's good. In my opinion, he's he's the best quarterback in the league right now. He's the guy I would take. Maybe maybe no, no. I think L- L- Lamar Jackson's a little gimmicky. Okay, yeah, I, I, I could be wrong on that. I I mean, I could be biting my words. I mean, I I think he's going to be a great quarterback in this league for a long time. But um, well, he's the, uh, he like,
2: was the he's the MVP this year, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean he, he's a he's a product of a, a really good system that's built and designed for him. And I think as long as they they always keep that in mind, I think that they'll be fine. But I think Deshaun Watson is just a really good quarterback. You know, he's got the arm, he's got the legs, he's got the mind, he's got he's the, he's the whole package. Um, okay. So him out, yeah. I mean the contrarian play, you can eliminate Ryan Tannehill. Man, yeah, I don't know. I, I really got to think about that. I mean, I'm definitely going to want to – I'm going to eliminate one of the quarterbacks. And, and that very well be- could be uh, – Aaron Rodgers, I think, is fadable. You know, yeah. they're either going to win Aaron Rodgers or they're not going to win Aaron Rodgers. But they're playing the uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Good mm-hmm. defense. they're good against the
2: quarterback?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're good against the quarterback, but they're weak against the wide receiver, which is interesting. Um mm-hmm. But I mean, they—they they, both these teams were really dominant in their defense early in the season, and then they just kind of lived against, on, rep, live on
1: reputation.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. What's up? Is that against all wide receivers, or just like wide receiver one?
0: Do they test yeah, it? Yeah,
2: that's right okay. it's all wide
0: receiver. So, you know, if you want to break it down from there, you know, you you know where to go. go, go yeah, look at, no, uh, I
2: can't do all of those anymore. I don't have the uh, subscription to do it, so.
0: That's like nine dollars for the year. I mean, I know year's over with now, and there's no point. But
2: right. the whole right, subscription
0: right. was ten bucks for the year. For the year, no. not the month. By the time more. I went sure. to
2: go do it, it was too late. Like I, I, couldn't. It was. I would have been spending too much, uh,
0: too much money on too little of
1: how value. How you came in
0: second place in league is beyond me. I have no idea how this happened. How oh, what happened? It makes me. How you came in second place in our DraftKings league? Because I'm really good at what I do. Yeah, you you couldn't even pay the $10 to get the information you need. And uh, by the time you started looking for it, the season was half over. I get it. Jesus. Well, the
2: season uh, was half over, and they still wanted 50 bucks at the time. I was like, piss off. I didn't need that. Was that for DVOA? Yeah. That's where I'm at, yeah.
0: Alright, here's the last four weeks of Ryan Tannehill. Now, mind you, the last two games he needed he, he really wouldn't needed to win the last four games. And they dropped uh they dropped one of the four. They lost to St. Louis, which uh, is respectable. But listen to his attempts. <clears throat> so St. Louis, twenty seven attempts. Sixty three percent completion percentage, but twenty seven attempts. The next week against the Houston Texans, a game they win, 35-14. to Guess how many attempts he had. They won
1: 35.
0: Uh, 35- how many? 20. Okay. Yep. Wild card weekend against the New England Patriots. They win 20-13. to Guess how many attempts he had.
1: Um,
0: I, I don't know. Take a guess. You, uh, you, you I-
1: project
2: twenty.
1: Fifteen. Wow. Twenty eight to
0: twelve they beat the Baltimore Ravens. How many times did he throw the ball, Clark Lawrenson? Um twenty two. Fourteen. Fourteen oh, that's times. Fourteen that's unbelievable. times. So I think I'm fading uh Ryan Tannehill uh this week against the, the Kansas City Chiefs, even though you know, it makes sense to, to. It really doesn't actually make sense to get into a shootout with them. It makes sense to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. So Ryan Tannehill, fourteen attempts. He's averaged about eighteen throws in the last four weeks of football. Very good at those throws, but I'm not playing him this week. Aaron Rodgers against San Francisco Forty Nineers. If, if they're going to win, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the key to doing it. Yep. Um, but I'm just not trusting. He's another guy. I mean. Yeah. I mean, here in comparison, here's his last four weeks of attempts. 33-40, 55-27. Okay. So, I mean, very different. Very different in the way these guys play. Um, Aaron Rodgers I'm going to look at. I'm probably going to fade depending on his price. It's going to come down to price. Garoppolo, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know about uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh He's another guy, very low attempts. Last four weeks, 34 attempts, 27, 22, and 19. So, you know, and and they played Minnesota this week with those 19 attempts. And, you know, Green Bay, is that you or me? That was me. Okay. Um, And then, so all you're left with is Mahomes, who's going to be priced way up. I mean, he was 7,500 this week. As the only playable quarterback the only realistic quarterback to get thirty points on the slate, you know, that's gonna be a tough decision, Clark. That's gonna be a lot of chalk right there at quarterback. <clears throat> and yeah. I, I don't know I don't know what the answer is. So good question. Um I'm gonna do a lot of research in the next couple of days to see where I'm going in a quarterback. Maybe I could, could be convinced that there's somehow a path to say twenty five points to you no, know, and now looking at it back. It's like Aaron Rodgers was probably the second best attempt to get twenty five points, so I don't know. Okay. An interesting fact It was like this week in running back. It was impossible to pick your running backs.
2: Well, I think this week I'm gonna to try to play a few games in the uh the one million dollar play action. Uh it is a twenty entry max, one hundred K to first place. Three dollar game.
1: Oh, it's three
0: bucks? Yeah.
2: Oh nice, yeah. I'll
0: do a yeah. sixty dollar game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they got a good one there. They got that one. Yeah, that's cool. Um have you, seen, are is anybody planning on doing Daily Fantasy or anything for the uh for the new XFL?
0: I bet they do. <clears throat> and I'm really hoping Fantasy Labs um gives me it. a uh is honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 be playing on um, fantasy if it's possible.
2: Did you see the the new rules that got released uh, in the last week here?
0: A few, a I don't few know. Filming
2: it. Uh, after a touchdown, you can't kick an extra point. That's not allowed.
1: For well, what are they
2: the, If you run a play from the two-yard line and you get it, you'll get one point. If you run a play from the five-yard line and you get it, you'll get two points. If you run a play from the 10-yard line and you get it, you'll get three points.
0: Wow, I kind of like that.
2: This rule change makes makes things fun because it means that an eighteen point game is just two possessions behind.
0: There you go. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of strategy in that, and I love anytime you introduce strategy into a game. So that's not, that's
2: awesome. And they're going to a shootout style overtime.
0: They're okay. going to have
2: five rounds, very similar to the way the NHL does it, and MS, MLS does penalty kicks. Um, one player will go from one team; the other player will go from the other team. Um, or one team runs a play and then the other team runs a play. I, I forget where where are they going to be.
1: Okay. Do we, I don't like this.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's it's <laughs> round. Um.
0: Go ahead. I mean, do they get like four
1: downs per round?
0: Or are you saying they alternate every play? Because football a game of rhythm. Okay, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get they get four downs.
0: Okay. Yeah, I like that. That's kind of cool.
1: Yep.
2: Absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, and then um, there's a couple other small things. Oh, uh, they're going to allow a double forward pass. So if you if you make a pass but you're still behind the line of scrimmage and it goes forward, uh, that player can pass it again. They're going to have that. Instead of the 40-second play clock in the NFL, they're going to have a 25-second play clock. Um, a running game clock outside the last two minutes of each half, the clock will run. Um, teams have two timeouts per half instead of the three in the NFL. And players will just need to get one foot in bounds in order to make a catch. Okay. And then there's some new kickoff thing. They're not doing the scramble thing. They got everybody hurt the last time the XFL tried to do this. But uh, something like the um, the players can't move. The important thing to know is that players cannot move until the ball is caught by the runner. Similarly, on punts, the punting team cannot release past the line of scrimmage until the ball is kicked. Um, they're saying it's going to help encourage more big runbacks and things
0: like that. I don't know. So they're, I mean, they're looking to, they're looking for a high uh, octane, uh, high scoring uh, uh, sport, which you know it can be fun. It could also be uh, – did, did you go to the Arena League game with me? No, I did not. Hi, I'm a, I'm probably Patrick. Um, you know, they, they were throwing drills around, and, um, you know, every game, every every play was a touchdown. You know, it was too much. Too much offense. Okay.
2: So they could run into that trouble where that would, that would uh, kind of sour you on the game a little bit. Which team do I, do I pull for here? I mean, do I pull for the St. Louis
1: Battlehawks?
2: Uh, am I a DC Defenders fan? Am I a Dallas Renegades fan? What about the Houston Roughnecks, the Los Angeles Wildcats, the Seattle Dragons, and the Guardians from?
0: Uh, it's too small. I can't read it. Eh, New York,
2: New York City.
0: I don't even know. Well, we should probably pick a team. I should probably pick a team. We should be. We should become hardcore fans of uh, such team.
2: St. Louis is the only one that doesn't have an NFL
0: uh team in it. Uh I heard a
2: guy who's on sports radio in St. Louis now. He was actually back on the score. Ranji joined uh Bernstein, I think. Uh okay. and uh, and he said that they've been having to talk a lot about the St. Louis Battlehawks. Because that's the only football game in town. Yeah. All so right. It. You'll pick a team, I'll pick a team. All right. My next one. Well, Battlehawks
0: are right in the mid I mean they're the only Midwest team out there.
2: Well, um, Elijah down in Houston says we gotta go for the Roughnecks. The
0: I'm Houston kinda West. leaning that I'm actually kinda leaning that way because I'm looking at coaches. So you have Bob Stoops, who's at uh, he's at the Dallas Renegades. I'm actually thinking Renegades. June Jones, who I believe was with the uh, Falcons for a while. He uh G- June Jones is is with the Roughnecks. Uh Winston Moss. Uh, who, I, who I don't know a lot about uh, Formerly the assistant head coach And linebacker's coach of the Packers So screw that He's with Los Angeles Yeah. Um, Jim Zorn Is the uh, Seattle Dragons uh, And then you 80's football player for sure And then you have an old I'm pretty sure uh, Chicago Bears coach here Pep Hamilton With the D.C. Defenders Wasn't Pep, Wasn't Pep with us? So, Almost certain he was. Yeah, Pep Hamilton. He was a quarterbacks coach, and God knows Chicago was known for great quarterback play from 07 to 09. Uh, totally remember Pep Hamilton. So, uh, so you got old Pepe. Uh Pepe is with the um, the DC Defenders. Then you have Kevin Gilbride. Uh, Gilbride was a coach for 20 years in the NFL and longtime friend of Tom Coughlin since so his days as head coach of the Jaguars. So he's probably a hard ass. He's with the Guardians in New York. I'm not, I'm not. They're already scratched off. Jonathan Hayes is the head coach of the uh, St. Louis Battlehawks. So uh, uh, he, I don't know a lot about him. And then Tampa Bay Vipers, of course, is uh, Mark Marilyn Trustman. Oh, that's right.
2: Yep. Oh, boy. I don't know. I think you should be a fan of them. I think you should be a fan of them.
0: No, no, no. I'm fine without uh, sunny Florida. Although, you know, it's funny, because if you pick a team, and let's say you commit to it, and this thing lasts a while, and you you, you kind of become like a true fan of theirs, what what city do you want to visit? I mean, uh, Tampa Bay, Florida is probably on top of the list out of all of them.
2: I've got a buddy who's down in Dallas now, uh, the big D. Elijah's down in Houston. The team in Dallas is actually going to play in the team in, in the the place that the Texas Rangers called home. It was the ballpark of Arlington, uh, Globe Life Park. Uh, they called it home from '94 uh, until this past season, and that's where they're going to be p- playing their game. I was looking at the stadiums for all of these teams. Al, the, yeah. the New York team playing at at Giant Stadium at MetLife, uh, Tampa Bay is playing in the in the uh, Raymond James and in theirs. Um, I don't know. I don't uh, just trying to figure out what size. Oh, they had they got the capacities. Uh the, the Los Angeles teams playing uh where there's only 27,000 people there.
0: So Right. We'll see. The Wildcats. You know, I was a reeling wildcat. So maybe maybe the Oh, I don't like their logo. Ugh. is no. this going
1: anywhere?
2: Huh? What league going to be? Is this league here to try to take the fan that no longer watches because of the uh Uh, Nobody take uh, because of the taking a knee Is it the fan that do they want the fan That misses real football Is that who they're going for You know what I mean like old school Tackling the quarterback and things like that
0: Well no They're they're clearly going for a high octane Offense Um, I think they're going to try to do a a game Where the referees aren't as um, Aren't as involved Um, It's probably going to be a faster pace Man the Seattle Dragons have a great logo like if I'm wearing a hat, it's the Seattle Dragons. DC sucks. DC sucks. They got like the CM Punk tattoo.
2: Dallas looks very much like a. Uh, it, it, you grabbed it off of um, Microsoft Word, the clip art or something.
0: It does, but I like the colors. Okay. That baby yeah. blue. Yeah. I'm leaning. I mean, honestly, I'm leaning towards Dallas right now, is my take. Houston's the Guardians. They're trying to do a throwback.
2: Oh, Roughnecks are doing a throwback to the oilers a little bit there. You got the, the oil well. Oil well? Oil tower?
0: Yeah, I hate Elijah. it.
2: What's that called? An oil well? Oil t- tower?
0: Oil? It's a rig, Clark. It's an oil rig.
2: Roughnecks work oh, an oil? oil rig. It's like a a boat, isn't it? The
0: oil right. rig. Hey. You're talking to an honorary Texan, Clark. I don't know if you know that, you that or not.
2: are you on the line anytime soon? Are we going to get Mike? What? Is, is, does Mike McCarthy have anything to say? Do you know? Did you try to text him or anything? Does he have anything to say about his new gig in, with, with the Cowboys in the NFL?
0: I've been, try, I've been working on it. You know, the guy, he's not he's not as easy to get as you think. It's not like uh, you, you, I, we're good friends. Um, as a matter of fact, we have a love-hate relationship, so it's, it's not uh, set in stone. But, yeah, I'm thinking, familiar. you know, I'm thinking, uh, you know, he, he's going to make a statement. I'm thinking he's waiting for the uh, for, uh, Green Bay Packers to lose. Okay. okay. Which is the impression I get, because you know he really wants to stick it to the people of Green Bay. You know. I, I see. Okay. That, that
2: timing could be could be great too. I I enjoy it. I look forward to hearing from him. Hopefully. Uh, I we get don't it.
0: hate the St. Louis logo. The, the Giants is very cool. Or I'm sorry, the, the New York Guardians. Yeah. You know, I
2: guess your brain immediately goes to football, to NFL with it, though. Yeah, their logo's all right.
0: I like the red in the teeth, the red in the eyes. Um, But yeah, Dallas and Seattle. Those are my two. Those are my final two. Uh, I'll have an answer by next week.
2: All right. Mine's Dallas and Houston.
0: Or I probably can't have Dallas, huh? Well, no, I mean, you can, but we'd have to we'd have to rock paper scissors or something. I mean, right. or or St. Louis, or if, or if we both pick uh, if we both pick Dallas or something, we'll have to make a Super Bowl bet to see who gets the team. But we'll burn right. that bridge when
1: we get there.
2: Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna have people over for the Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: what day's that on? Sunday. Yeah, Monday. I think I gotta work. Yeah, I'm probably working. Drinking,
2: well. So that's good. You know, I'm taking a month of January off. Besides this weekend, uh, Saturday night we went out with, uh, with my wife. Oh, family.
1: that's
0: bullshit. That's but, bullshit. Uh, why? You can't do that. No, you can't. You you can't. Like, I'm, I'm taking a month off, and then you go, oh well, Saturday. You know, uh, we we had something to do that involved alcohol. You I never once,
1: I never
2: once said that I was going to take the month off. I said I'm not. Gonna, I'm I'm going to drink one or two days in January. That's what I said. That works.
1: Yeah, that's terrible.
2: Well, it's just a nice thing that weed's legal, you know?
0: Well, yeah, you tried. You tried. Yeah, we gave it a I, shot. I don't think you tried cake out for you. Oh, well, thank you, Al. By the way, did you see um did you see the guy who announced that to uh Bill uh Bill Cowler and Jimmy Johnson uh, that they were in the Hall of Fame? Yes. I thought he was, that guy awesome. was- like Gorilla Monsoon came out of a time machine to let everybody know they're in the Hall of Fame. I want that guy to come to like my birthday party and be like, Al Archer, uh, you know, uh, I want to thank you for all you've done to the world and all you're going to continue to do to the world, and I'd like you to know that you're now 41 years old. Congratulations. Like I want that oh, guy at yeah.
1: my birthday party.
2: Yep, absolutely. Ed, I mean, yep. he looks like he He's
1: even the jacket. It looks
2: like he just came from the Moose Lodge. Yep, absolutely. You know, I enjoyed seeing seeing that though. Yeah, that's where the this that XFL team's playing where the Chargers played the last two years, the soccer stadium. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed those videos though, both of them, the Jimmy Johnson one and the Bill Cower one. Uh, it's kind of kind of interesting to see him choose to do it that way. With these guys And and I think it made for I think they they found themselves A lot of clicks And a lot of people Playing it And talking about it Both guys were Overwhelmed And it just seemed legit Bill Cowher
0: Yeah I don't understand Why they let Bill Clinton Into the baseball The football hall of fame Though I was a little confused By all that I didn't see that Jimmy Johnson looks a lot Like Bill Clinton No You don't think so? No Come on Yeah I mean
1: Please.
2: That's They both have gray hair.
0: They, he looks like I'm telling you, he looks like Bill Clinton now. I don't, I don't I, know I, what else to tell you
2: Google right now. Jimmy Johnson looks like Bill Clinton. Let's see. Nobody's saying that. Saying well, people, people are idiots. Football to fishing in the Florida Keys. There you go. I've been fishing in the Florida Keys. Well, no, not the Keys. The, the Panhandle. This is all very uh riveting. Compelling. Yeah, I know. I don't know if you if you can see the if you can see the sports basement, but I I changed chairs. Uh the next time you're here you you'll you'll be in the higher chair uh than me
0: here. About time. About time. Thank you. yeah. Well, well, I'm glad you saw the your ways. I did. Any uh Any big
2: things in the pro wrestling world Uh, to discuss? I know that you watched some of the NXT stuff over the weekend. Uh, Well, yeah. So
0: uh, in England, uh, you had the UK takeover. Um, I watched it, you know, in the background. And then I watched the main event with Walter. And uh, I tell you what, that Walter's something else. I mean, he's just a big beast out there getting the job done uh, as champion. He's been champion now for like... uh, uh i think 200 days or so over there in mm-hmm. the uk he uh there there was a spot where he uh he does a missile drop kick to his opponent and misses and the referee catches it and man the referee took a shot it, it was uh, quite a, quite uh a, quite quite something to see uh, Really? i enjoyed it i enjoyed that uh but yeah that's just me
2: that's good um, the story we got to wait a few weeks for more New Japan stuff to be told. Uh, what the first week of February, those matches became official. A couple of them uh, that that were the, the end of the story was told at Wrestle Kingdom and New Year's Dash. Uh, looks like Moxley's going back to Japan.
0: Yeah, Moxley's going to do some stuff still. Yeah, he. I mean, uh, he, him He's and Minoru center. Suzuki are uh, are starting a feud up, which I mean that that's the feud I wanted to see <clears throat> from day one. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Like, that's a, a big deal to me. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of like, Wrestle Kingdom happens, and then you kind of take a break on New Japan. You know, you, you're one of these guys who always go, oh, I don't have time, I don't have time. You, I'm telling you, there's no time to be had in New Japan. It's like one show every couple of months, and you enjoy it. You, you know, know like a Jay it.
2: White will be doing a Ring of Honor show, uh, soon. Um, so that relationship isn't isn't finished. So, you know the the talk that we kind of brought up last week a little bit about possibly New Japan and AEW like there's another hit to say oh that that's probably not on the docket right now. And then your guy Marty Skrull, did you catch that news today?
0: Yeah, he signs with uh, uh, Ring of Honor, and I just do not understand this move whatsoever.
2: Reese signs with Ring of Honor and is also the head booker.
0: No, nope, that, that that has been uh, uh, debunked. That's not true. He is now on the booking team. He's not head booker. The head booker is still in charge.
2: Are you sure? So,
0: yeah, fake news. Uh, according to Dave Meltzer.
2: Okay.
1: Oh, well,
2: well, he's got me blocked, so I can't see his. So.
0: Yeah, well, you're, you're a troublemaker, Clark.
2: It's a tough gig to be a talent and be the booker. I mean, because if you put the belt on yourself... It's not going to go, like, that gets you heat in the wrong places. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, AEW has a lot of guys in power as well, so we'll see.
0: So, you know, one of the problems with, <laughs> this is this is, a, this is a real story. One of the big problems with, uh, well, one, let me just touch on the Marty Scrawl thing. He allegedly is getting the same money he would have gotten from WWE's main event scene, only he works like 30 days a year, so to him, like it was just an easy choice: take the money and uh, work less and have a little more control over creative. So that's the reason he's staying with uh, Ring of Honor. Promise, Ring of Honor is a dumpster fire right now. I mean, it's absolutely in horrid shape. Um, it, it's, it's just a mess. Uh, but it looks like uh, Ring of Honor is working to keep talent. They're working to. Uh, maintain that relationship with uh, New Japan, which is very important, and yep. um, yeah, I mean this is this is a step in the right direction. So I give them that. Well, Number I think two, it's back the power to, to, to
2: re-sign Marty. I mean, to, the re-signing of Marty is huge for them. Yeah, because I mean, they they were getting decimated. Like it was really starting to go. I don't know.
0: Right. right. It looked like they were gonna lose all their their, their uh, uh, talent. So the other, uh, the other comment I had watching the U.K. thing is they, everybody looks the same. I mean, I know it's Britain and, like, everybody in England looks the same, but everybody, every wrestler, they're either, like, kind of chunky, kind of, like, really muscular, but chunky, you know, with like a barrel chest, and they're, they're not very tall. They're all about the same height, and they're all white guys, and they, most of them have beards or mustaches. And if they don't have beards and mustaches, they're clean shaven and they're a little taller and they're bald. Like that, it's the only combination of uh, wrestlers they have. Oh, okay. They're, they're all the so, same
2: guy. It's just like, do you think that they have a cookie cutter backstage and they're just bringing them all they out? They might.
0: They might. They might be cookie cutting. Cookie cutting talent out there, but yeah, it's uh it's noticeable. Like it's noticeable. And then I the mean, other big wrestler. Too. What's that?
2: Americans probably all look alike, too.
0: Yeah, no, no. I mean, we do, but we don't. I mean, there's, there's so much diversity. I have posted uh, on the uh, Larcher, Larcher and Lawrence page a, a comparison shot of Bill Clinton and uh, Jimmy Johnson, so let us know your thoughts. Um,
2: yeah, the last time you tried to do that, it didn't go so well. What was that? David Ross and the BTK killer.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they look alike. People are dumb.
2: Well, let's People see how this. One. All right, let's see how this one goes. We'll
0: see. The other big news in wrestling is uh, the um, Tessa Blanchard wins the world title. She's the first female in the history of wrestling uh, uh, to win a uh, televised uh, branded wrestling company's main world heavyweight title. She beat a man. She beat Sammy Callahan. To win the title, she is the world champion of Impact Wrestling right now. And on the heels of becoming champion, uh, a couple of uh, female wrestlers posted that uh, that she's a bully, she's a mean person backstage. And, uh, and then there were also allegations she used the N word while in Japan. So uh, you know, people are all up in arms. Of course, there's no proof of any of this. Um, I do believe she is a probably a bitch backstage. I I, I don't denounce, denounce that, but a lot of very successful wrestlers. You know, Shawn Michaels, my God, uh, complete dick. Um, you know, wow. Hulk Hogan, uh, power hungry. He, he, he was a little more uh, political, you know. He, he loved the people. Um, yep. But but I, I don't like this uh, bullying of the bullies. It, it bugs me. Uh, you know, because some people said she's a bully, now everybody on the Internet gets to say she's a bully. And then they get to call yeah. her a racist because one person claimed she used an N-word. Um well, in Japan, but there's there's no like if, if this is a Hulk Hogan situation and there's uh, you know uh, a tape of it, if there, there's something, right. then it's concrete. But if you really hate somebody and you really dislike them, which these women clearly do, they don't like her, and again, they may have absolute justified reasons. It's very easy to say something about somebody that can ruin their career, um, just because you can. And these are these aren't mature women. I mean, they, they, this is. Tessa is 24 years old, you know. Uh, Chelsea Green is involved with this. I, I think she's she's in her 20s. I mean, these these are young girls in their 20s, you know, gossiping and uh, you know. And I don't want to make it sound like like uh, you know all women are this petty and and all this, but um, this does feel very much like a high school, you know, situation. And uh, uh, I just say be cautious before you try to end somebody's career just because of something you heard. Like you know, fact is fact. And speculation is speculation, and make sure you you understand the difference between the two. In the long run, if she is a racist or if she is a really bad person, it's not going to end well for her. Like, it it is going to come to the surface. I mean, eventually in time, um, there's going to be more and more problems. Now, the WWE, they didn't fire her. Now, by the way, you know, for a woman who's accused of being a racist, she was dating Ricochet, um, and that's what got her thrown out of WWE. Uh, she was dating Ricochet, and she was basically a soccer mom backstage, you know, um, uh, um, complaining oh, yeah. about his bookings and, you know, being very vocal about everything they were doing with Ricochet and NXT. And they, they were like, you know, we don't want you around here. Like, you, wow. you're kind of bad. So, no, I mean, she doesn't have reputation as a problem, but, you know, I mean, she, as far as being, you know, the, the thing that bugs me is the racist part. You know, like calling her a racist, because there's a difference between judging somebody for being a terrible person backstage to your coworkers. And you could judge that absolutely all you want, but it's a different degree when you call somebody a racist. You know, uh, Austin Aries was a shithead backstage and is a shithead backstage and, and uh, a lot of companies don't like booking Austin Aries and they have a problem with him. But if you say Austin Aries is racist, now that's a whole different element that's somebody you don't want to do business with whatsoever and uh it can bring a a huge negativity to your company so i mean there's just different degrees and uh so i'm I'm just saying it's okay it's okay to call around and being a bully but let's not go overboard with things we don't know facts on
2: well i think that uh i think that the tna or impact wrestling is what they're called now uh, has made a pretty big statement by go ahead, going ahead and going on with that storyline, uh, yeah. and, and putting putting the strap on her after she defeated Sammy Callahan. Um, she certainly has been one of the most uh, talked about uh, uh, wrestlers, uh, w- women's wrestler out there, and you know, breaking the the gender gap here as they're doing with that. Um, yeah, I they're they're sticking behind her, and it looks like uh,
0: degrees and. Uh...
2: Oh, yeah hey I'm just there we go. Okay. That was me. Hello? That was you Hello? Yeah, you're talking to yourself here. You're going back in time. thanks, Clark. You know what the hell happened there but anyway, um, it'll be interesting to see where that story goes for impact. I don't know if it's gonna get me to watch their product. I don't think I get that channel. I don't get access right now, so
1: yeah, I
0: think I do. I just don't know if I wanna you know put more wrestling on the uh the uh, the uh, agenda, ooh, and another match, uh, another match named for Warrior Wrestling. I'm excited. Uh, I, I still haven't I haven't bought tickets yet. I'm not sure if I'm going or not. But this Warrior Wrestling in the uh, uh, Chicago Heights here in the city, they put on a great show. They bring in the best talent. Um, uh-huh. It's it's considered one of the best indie shows every uh, every year. And uh, the big match this time is the women's champion is Tessa Blanchard, the the woman we're talking about, and she's uh, she hasn't defended the title in a while, so they're putting her in a uh, uh, a war of attrition match, um, where she she she's facing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven other women, and they're all the top female wrestlers in the country, including Britt Baker, who uh, of course is uh is she uh
2: she's Dr. Britt Baker in AEW.
0: Yeah, thank you. I, I always get her and Chelsea Green mixed up. Yeah, I so mean, Britt Baker
2: she's not the one that has been tweeting about her.
0: Uh Dr. Britt Britt Baker is going to be there. Uh Big Swole, who's also in uh uh AEW. Uh very strong uh looking black lady, um, Kylie Ray, of course, uh Smiley's who uh, joined AEW but then mysteriously quit. She's going to be involved. Uh, Madison Rain, gorgeous woman, she's, she's going to be there. Uh, Tyra Valkyrie, who uh, everyone talks about as one of the best, uh, she, she's going to be defending there as well. And uh, Ray Lynn. So it, it, very exciting. And then they also added a new match. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. is going to be going up against Bully Ray. My so, guy. Your guy, guy uh,
2: of course, Bully Ray, uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, he's still with the Ring of Honor, and he's also uh, uh, co-host two to three days a week of Busted Open on SiriusXM, the uh, the wrestling show hosted by Dave LaGreca that's been been going on for quite some time. Yeah, I'm interested in that, Larcher, for sure. Huh? You already have your tickets?
0: I have not yet. So, yeah, I mean, if uh, if you're interested in coming, uh, I won't buy the front row tickets. You know, I'll, I'll go uh, a lesser route, so we can all, you know, so we could go. So we could go and not have to spend a shit ton of money. But um, what about
2: you know. in a week here uh, on a Sunday, about a week and a half, maybe maybe we're two weeks out, 13 days away, uh, will be the, the WWE Royal Rumble. Uh, it's, it's one of the best events of the year to watch and, and gamble with. So
0: uh,
2: I'd love it if you came over and we watched Royal Rumble again. Lauren will be here. Sure.
0: Sure. Yeah, that's uh that's you fine. Have, will, the, will the children, will the children be there? or Are you gonna send them to the neighbors? I don't know. They'll go to bed or something. All right. All right. Sounds good.
2: You may have to see them to start. You'll you'll hang. You'll see them at the beginning. But, but okay.
0: Then out.
1: Okay. All Sounds right.
0: good. You know what I watched last night? That was a little disappointing. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but uh, the Mr. Rogers movie. No, I haven't seen it yet. A beautiful Day in the neighborhood. I mean, it was there were. There
2: were
0: I mean, it's Mister Rogers. You know what I mean? Like, so you, you're and gonna be is it about the
2: making of a movie about Mister Rogers or something?
0: It's really about a journalist who's interviewing Mister Rogers. Well, who's going through uh, problems with his family, and Mister Rogers, uh, Mister Rogers is very creepy. Like he, he uh, even even in the movie, like you kind of want to get into the creepiness, and and the guy kind of sees it, and he kind of wants to get to the bottom of. You know, is Mr. Rogers fake? Like, he's just so nice right. and says all the right things that, you know, there, there's got to be another side to Mr. Rogers. And, right. uh but, but really, there isn't. I mean, Mr. Rogers is Mr. Rogers. He was just, he was like the nicest guy in the world. He's a sweetheart. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Tom Hanks, I mean, Tom Hanks plays him perfectly. It's just the story is not very compelling. I mean... Again, there's not a lot to Mr. Rogers. He he was a he was a dude who did a, a a children's show, and he was insanely good at it. And the kids loved him, and I loved him. And um, I, I one of my first fights in school was because of Mr. Rogers. Some kids were saying Mr. Rogers was for babies, and I didn't. I was still watching Mr. Rogers, and uh, I got really offended, and I got into a fight, and uh, my mom had to come pick me up, and. Uh, and, uh, uh, the you know, it was explained to the other kids that, hey, look, you know, if people want to watch Mr. Rogers, they can watch Mr. Rogers. So
2: I watched an episode of Mr. Rogers Neighborhood today with my daughters.
0: I did. And how and how was it, Clark?
2: It was great. Uh, we learned uh, we learned many things. And
0: uh, yeah, it, you was
2: fantastic. Well, one thing that I learned, Al, uh, and this was based on a suggestion from you, I finished it. This morning, in fact, uh, when I woke up early, uh, a documentary on Netflix called Don't Fuck With Cats.
1: Yeah. Huh.
2: Now, when you first yeah. said that, I thought that it was about a-hole cats, you know? Right. Me too.
0: That's why I started to watch it then.
2: Right. However, no, it that thing's deep. It's only three episodes, guys, so if you yeah. wanted to watch this, get to it. Uh it, it, it was compelling to me, just the, well, first of all, your internet detectives who just spend all of their free time, 15 hours a day, getting to the right. bottom of a, of this crazy guy.
0: Yeah. Keyboard warriors, Clark there. But uh, they, uh, yeah, they, uh, I mean, they, they did a great job. Like, that whole thing was very compelling. Um, I don't know how much. Day without spoiling
2: it for anybody who's watching or listening right now, you know.
0: Like, yeah, like I enjoyed it because I didn't know going. I think most people kind of know what what it's about. I it didn't. Is. I I straight up when I turned it on, I thought it was about cats, and yeah. uh, and then and then you know I saw the guy the guy murders a cat. It starts with the guy murdering a cat, and on video. Uh, on video. And these people, like, you know, people are animal.
2: People are like, animal you know. lovers. Was that like no, like 2004, 2005, something like that? 2008.
0: Yeah. A while back. You know, people people get on the internet and they see this and they want to know who who the cat killer is. And then they run into a lot of problems that um I think the documentary really underlines is, you know, there's laws and jurisdictions all over the world. Like the internet's worldwide, so you know, what might be illegal in one country might be legal in another country. And, uh, you know, he he might be somewhere where where they kill cats, you know, and and really, you know, there's nothing they could do about it, but it gets a lot deeper than that. Just like every time you think like, okay, this is the story. It turns and gets weird, more and more strange. Every, every, every 15 minutes, something more bizarre happens in the story. I was thinking they were
2: going somewhere else. Like, I I thought the ultimate ending was going to be something a little bit different than what it was.
0: Yeah. Um, I thought the guys from Criminal Minds, Rossi and them, would would come in and be like, ah, we got you.
2: Joe Montana is coming on in to to make the save. Yeah. Yeah. Another
0: guy with balls, uh, him and Jim Ross, the Bell's Palsy guys. Wait, Joe Montana has Bell's Palsy? Oh, yeah. You've never
2: noticed
1: that droopy face? No. It's a criminal mind.
0: Thank <laughs> you, work? Yeah, 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 he's uh he's got the Bell's palsy. So I don't think he's as bad as Jim Ross though. He's just got kind of a drippy eye. He's a Chicago guy.
2: Joe Montana.
0: Yeah, I loved year. him I loved him when he was in the forty ers That was my uh that was my the favorite Mantegna. part of his career.
2: Well,
0: yeah. yeah, Montana. Oh, boy. What else is there to say, Clark? I mean, uh, I feel like there's something I'm forgetting. Something I wanted to get to. Yeah. I,
2: uh, I, I got to mine I by accident, maybe, the Don't Fuck With Cats. That's the one I was going to forget this week.
0: I tell you what, in WWE, this Otis Mandy storyline is uh, hot and heavy. I'm really enjoying it.
2: Joe Mantegna graduated from Morton East.
1: And
0: he went Ooh. to the Gooden School of Drama. His hometown is it was very
1: Cicero,
2: dramatic.
0: Illinois. Cicero, Illinois. Very, very corrupt city. Well one of the most on. corrupt cities. Uh I I think at times Cicero's been more corrupt than Chicago. No kidding. It's like the heart of corruption uh in the Chicagoland area. Yeah. Now you know the rest of the story. Oh man, well, I got a nice candle. It smells nice right now. My fact, I, I think I bought it with you. I did. Okay. We, we were when well, we were Walgreens brothers. I picked up a candle and uh, I was just sitting here, so I, I decided to light it. And it's a Midnight Tide, and it smells exactly like a Midnight Tide.
2: You know, I, I feel like uh, Walmart candles don't get enough praise. You know, I don't feel like the, the market's out there. So thank you for putting it out there. And letting us know that it's good. Sure.
0: Yeah. You mean Walgreens,
2: not Walmart. Oh, well, Elijah thinks that don't fucks with cats sounds like uh, abducted and in broad daylight. I think I saw both of those. Yeah.
1: You think that's well about right? I'm...
2: There's a couple of wicked uh, crime, murder, different type stories that are undocumented.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I can, cause they sell. I mean, people watch that shit. You know, I, I get yeah. hooked.
1: What am I yeah. watching
0: right now? I feel like I'm watching something else.
1: Still oh, you know, Marvel,
0: I Basil? this is very very embarrassing. Uh but I got I got hooked on the Netflix reality show they just released. And uh I guess a new episode comes out every Wednesday and uh I didn't realize that. So I I watched like the first 8 episodes and it's it's like Big Brother only they take it it takes place in Chicago they're all in Chicago, and what they're in and they're in uh, I can't think of the name inner circle i think it's called
2: that's that's the wrestling thing
0: yeah may that might be i might be cross referencing it also may actually be the name of it um maybe not I don't know but anyways it's it'll pop up uh, it's like a reality show thing on uh on netflix but they take they take a group of people. And they put them in, a, in an apartment building, and they're all in different apartments, and they can't see each other, and the only way they can they can talk to each other, communicate is through social media. Okay. And some of them are catfish. you know some of them they have fake profiles and who they're, they're pretending to be, and at every week they vote on who's the most popular, and the two most popular people. Then pick uh, two other people, uh, or, or no? They, they 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 basically decide who they want to send home, and somebody gets voted out, and then somebody new comes in, and you know, and then they get to see the person to see if they were a catfish or not. Now they're playing for ten grand, and I don't understand why they're so concerned of who uh, who the catfish guy is. You know? Yeah. Huh? Like like what does it matter? Like oh, who, who cares?
2: Oh, it's the guy from Catfish.
1: Yeah, I... The
0: guy from Catfish? Yeah, you're saying the the TV show Catfish.
2: He made it. I'm trying to find this, but I can't find the name of the show anywhere.
0: All right. I'm just going to put Netflix reality show. I'm sure it's going to pop right up. Well, I tried um, to find it, but it didn't. No, you're, I, you're right. You're right.
2: Uh... I gave that a shot. This is the section of the show where Alan Clark uh, Google things. So give give us a minute. Does anyone know what this is? This reality show that we're talking about. You you do no, think
1: I'm it's. Sure. True? Uh,
0: yeah yeah, it, it definitely. They show Chicago right out of the bat. The the host is actually funny. I don't know who who's uh, hosting it, but. Is uh, it 100 days of summer? No no. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, I don't see it anywhere. It just popped up out of nowhere. Like it was, I was like looking for something to watch, and then all of a sudden it was there. I wonder if I could just pull up Netflix right here on the tablet. That might be the easiest route. Um, I don't know. It's not good. Like it, it really is a waste of time. It's not like I don't even quite understand the uh, the point of the whole thing. Like it, I don't, because like people get voted in at a later point in the show. And it's like, well, they come in later, so, I mean, they can win, like, right out of the bat, but the people who've been there longer obviously know each other, so they could uh, keep playing. The whole thing just doesn't make any sense to me, but I, I do find the host to be funny. Uh, she-, she does a good job with, like, the, uh, the cuts between the scenes, uh, just making, like, little one-liners. Man, they uh-huh. really want me to watch this chair show. That keeps popping up as like the main thing. Uh Rhythm and you watching Rhythm and Flow at all? That seems like it's right up your alley. Is
2: it called Terrace House?
0: No. No. Degenerates
2: Halloween Dude. Baking Championship. I'm trying. I'm trying to get all over the place here.
1: No. I don't know A why lot it's not people so-
2: watching the Jeopardy the last 2 weeks at night. They're breaking records. They're like better than the NBA finals. They're getting way more Wait, I know it's are you smarter than the fifth grader?
0: No, 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 I found it. It's called the uh, Circle the Circle. you were on top of it, yeah, yeah, I was close with the inner circle i yeah, i did I was mixing it with wrestling.,
2: I'm getting the British one all right, here we go. The American version Now I can see what you're talking about, and it is on Netflix.
0: That's yeah, confusing, though. Like, even to explain the show, the concept of the show, it, it, like, I don't think I did a very good job of that. And uh, uh, it's, it's because it's it's hard to describe. And, again, it it just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's weird. Don't watch Never it. Never
2: be face-to-face during the course of competition as they each live in their own individual apartment. They communicate solely using their profiles and specially designed social media app that gives them the ability to portray themselves in a way any way they choose. That's interesting. Okay. And but you're not in, you're out,
0: you're done? Yeah, I I like I said I don't think it's very good. I mean the, the one lady who has a point was you know, she was um she was a heavier set black lesbian woman who you know, she looked very butch. And you know, so she went with a profile that was very, you know, a a very attractive younger woman. And oh. um And you know, she basically, you know, her point was basically like, "Hey, if I put my real picture on there, people are just gonna judge me as this." You know, so like she was trying to make a point that like, you know, and the only way I was gonna win this thing is if I wasn't myself, and that that's kind of sad. Um, um, and there's some truth to it. I mean, um, the people who come in on the show who pick very attractive, who either are very attractive or. Use very attractive people as a profile. Um, they tend to be the, the one guy. There's a really nerdy guy on there right now. I I don't like the dude. He, he just annoys the piss out of me. So you're talking He's about
2: 37 year old Karen from the Bronx is who you're talking about, who plays yes. Wikipedia lists who they're playing as, and she ah, plays Mercedes, a slimmer and straight 27 year old. She's 37. Right. Okay, all right, everybody's catfished. Basically, or you don't
1: have to. There's only like three people
0: catfishing. Everybody else is who they say they are.
2: Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. I mean, they might use different names. It looks like, but because uh, now I'm looking at the the uh, Wikipedia thing. But but uh, I mean, they're straight up. Uh, you know who they are. Tom Hanks. What am I looking at? No. Oh, there's a movie called The Circle. All right. Long, long? No? Yeah. Tom Hanks is playing a character in that. It's true. He's not really.
2: He got his first uh, Oscar nomination in over twenty years.
1: Somebody For got, uh, Mr. Rogers.
2: Yeah. Somebody who got uh, got stiffed, and the entire movie did. It was getting um, it was getting some love. Uh, was uh, the Adam Sandler movie, uh, the um. You know, the one about the jewelry and stuff Uh, He was supposed to get some Oscar buzz He didn't even get a nomination But it did create some pretty cool stuff Like he and Kathy Bates tweeted back and forth In character Anyway, uh, yeah They thought that he might get a nomination He did not
0: Well, I'll be damned
2: But Tom Hanks is back after over 20 years For that
0: Yeah, I like Tom Hanks (laughs) He's a very likable guy
1: He's very much
0: Mr. Rogers. I mean, Tom Hanks is Mr. Rogers. They they uh, they're pretty much the same character. Yeah. Tom Hanks likes uh, typewriters. You should look that up. He right. Type. Yeah. No, no. I've seen. I've seen Twenty Twenty. I I I believe me. I know this stuff. He oh, loves the typewriters. Eh, oh, somebody uh, did a profile. Somebody did a profile on him and the typewriters. Um. That's how. Yeah, uh yeah.
1: It was
2: that Nerdist podcast. That's how they got him on. They sent him a letter that they typed on a typewriter, and they mailed him that and the typewriter. And that's how he was like, "Well, that's a really cool typewriter. You guys did your research. I'm coming on your show." Wow,
0: one of the big things. It also helps that they have like a huge following too. Like, uh, it right. wasn't like he was coming. on he wasn't, he wasn't coming on. Uh, if we sent him a fucking uh, the rarest typewriter in the world. Yeah, he'd be like, uh, he'd look at the viewer, the numbers, and he'd be like, yeah, Sam Hanks ain't doing that.
1: We
2: should go see his wife sing uh, country music at a festival. Because uh, he's been following her around. His his wife does country music.
1: Uh, who, who's his wife? Uh, she's the yep. actress. Um, the Wilson, Is that right? Huh? Rita
0: Wilson? Yep. That
2: sounds that's right. It. Yeah, Rita Wilson.
0: Yeah. Wow, nice I call. mean, I mean, Mr. Rogers, say one bad thing about Tom Hanks.
2: Exactly. Plays the same person in every movie.
0: That's sort of Mr. Rogers. He took the same damn shoe off. <laughs> he doesn't play the same. Uh, I, I had to stretch to find that Al.
2: There's really nothing to say.
0: It's bad about. Trump that. as much as Mr. Rogers, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Rita Wilson, you might have seen in Sleepless in Seattle. You probably saw her in Jingle All the Way. I believe that one's with Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. My big fat
2: Greek wedding. She is both American and Greek. She has American and Greek citizenship.
1: Mm-hmm. She and
2: Mr. Hanks have been married since
1: 1988. Yeah. Do you like know entertaining- her, birth yeah, her birth name? Her birth name. Born uh, in. Margarita. Margarita. Yeah. Mar-
2: Margarita You son of a gun Ibrahimov Margarita Ibrahimov There you go
0: yeah. yeah Yeah I used to work at a Greek uh, cemetery That's uh, I don't know what, what relevance that has But it's true Um. Oh there's one other thing you I wanted looking, to say
2: You were looking at a real name right You didn't just guess Margarita
1: No her name's Rita What else would it be huh?
2: Oh, and that's a Greek name, Margarita, like that, and then Rita.
0: Okay. Go by Margarita. Go by Rita. she went by, she went by uh, Rita. Rita Wilson released
2: AMFM, the album title, uh, her debut album in 2012. Uh, and she uh, she released a self-titled album, Rita Wilson, March 11th, 2016. Her album Bigger Picture came out uh, in September of 2018. And Halfway to Home came out in March of 2019. And I do know, like I've seen her on, on cards at country music festivals out and about.
0: Very good. Let's see here. Oh, Tommy Dreamer uh, chiming in on the whole Tessa Blanchard thing. Yeah, I heard him
2: talk about it a lot today. What What did he say that you're seeing there?
0: During an appearance on Busted Open Radio, Impact Wrestlers Tommy Dreamer discussed the Tessa Blanchard allegation. I texted Tessa. She didn't get back to me. I went and spoke to her at the show. She was not in a good place mentally because it becomes almost like gang warfare where everybody jumps on the hot topic. I would state that I have a great relationship with her. I also have a great relationship with a lot of other women that were talking about her. I was not there. I do not know that there was a very physical confrontation between her and the other wrestler that led to a physical brawl. Sometimes in the heat of the moment, you say things that you will regret. Or if you're in a physical fight, you may not have a regret with that person. I know that Tessa used to date a famous wrestler who's in WWE that is African-American Ricochet. I know Tessa is currently engaged to Daga, who is Mexican. I do not feel that Tessa is racist. I could say 99.9% say that Tessa has never shown, when I first met Tessa, a lot of people said, watch this girl and told me some things about her. I formulate my opinion for how somebody treats me. I also understand that people treat me differently because I'm Tommy Dreamer or I'm helping out behind the scenes. I remember one time she came up and says, I don't think you like me. I said, I don't even know you. Let's get to know you. She said, fair enough. That was it. I think Tessa will eventually address it. I don't know about the bullying thing. Yes, the whole support of other people. I think it comes with maturity. Tessa has done nothing wrong in her time with Impact Wrestling that I've seen. She'll probably address it. I don't know the situation, but when I say it's gang mentality, I was in an arena full of wrestling fans chanting her name. I was in a locker room with every wrestler in the back supporting her and turned negative into a positive just because not everyone has all the facts. He basically said exactly what I said. God bless Tommy Dreamer.
2: Yeah, he seemed really down to earth with, with uh, what he was saying, too. Um,
0: I've been, defa- I've been- I've been attacking that on the uh Facebook all day today with with that exact same basically argument like we don't know enough about no it. you don't, you don't just bully you know somebody's accused of being a bully again when again when you separate the racism and the bullying part but if you if you're combining them you know just because somebody's a bully or you' allegedly a racist doesn't give you the right to bully them it doesn 't give you the right to get this mass a world riled up, rile a bee's nest, and get the internet hating on somebody, and having people hitting up sponsors, trying to get her fired, and like it's just it's just disgusting. I mean, and this is just not her. Like I have this problem with this in general, like the way the way the world is working right now, and uh, I I see it as a, as a great as a great concern moving forward in uh, this generation and beyond and uh, uh, this world of social media. So, you know, but that's just me. That's the hill I'm dying on. Yeah. Well, I, uh,
2: I appreciate you for, uh, for, for, for saying that. I think that, I think the, the world and the internet right now is picking up the torches and there's a lot of, a lot of witch hunts, a lot of the, Cancel culture can be a a terrible thing. I I think that there, there are. uh, I don't know. It's pack mentality. People jumping on and just going at it. That's kind of where I thought that that uh, don't fuck with cats thing was with the with that guy with the glasses and the gal from Vegas. I thought I thought they were going to be like the story. I thought they were the creep. You know what I mean? Like creeping on this guy.
0: I thought and. and I thought they were going to be wrong. Anyway. Right, 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 right. No, no, there was that point. When I started, like, after the first hour, I thought of the exact same thing. I'm like, oh, this is about the exact thing I'm very passionate about. They're, like, right. going to expose this whole story. Like, that's what this documentary's going to be about. Yeah, yeah, I totally went that direction, too. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it they, they just keeps changing. That, that, that show, you just, you know, it's a roller coaster. That's why I, like, I try not to give too much away, because
2: one hour episodes. Like it's not you know, some of those get long. Like it's you know, eight episodes like you know, Making a Murder was long. Not not right. that it was it was bad, like I enjoyed watching that documentary, but
0: yeah. I think six is the most, but six hours is a long time, and this is half of it. Right. I mean this is a long movie. This is that mm-hmm. freaking Tarantino movie, once a time uh, part of time in Hollywood, you know? Same yeah, thing. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I did.
1: Huh. I don't have anything uh, to say about
0: anything bad to say about it. It just was. It was what it was.
1: Elijah,
2: I guess, talking about uh, things that we could find bad to say about Tom Hanks, mentions that his his son kind of sucks as an actor. There. See? That's right. to, and I think that's a stretch, too. He had to stretch to find something.
0: Yeah. If they did brush over, Mr. Rogers might have had some problems with his kids. I watched a little
2: bit of Castaway about a week ago on TV. I like that. I... That was a good movie. That was great. The island where he got lost. You know what I'm talking about, where he was stranded on the yeah, desert yeah. island.
1: You kind of oh, yeah, it's
2: a similar situation. Is that?
0: I have. Yeah, and I I think I handled it with the exact same grace and uh, uh, eloquence as uh, Mr. Tom Hanks. I, I think I'm a lot like Tom Hanks, really. Yeah, the world just I doesn't really realize was yeah. trying
2: to flag down a uh, a train. Getting a train to
0: stop in the middle of the desert. I did. I did stop a train. Oh yeah, I flagged a train. It took like a mile to stop, and then the the the, uh, engineer gets out, and it was like an old western movie because he was walking with like his hand on his hip because he doesn't know I could be robbing the train. Right, Right. I think that's happened. So,
2: and this was in the middle of the desert in in Nevada.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, Sure was.
2: I wanna relive that night with uh with you and Patrick sometime.
0: That's right, well buy some whiskey.
2: Speaking of is is Comedy Accident? Uh it seems like the, the Facebook page for Comedy Accident, the group that we are a part of, it kicked the tires a little bit. We haven't done a live show since twenty fifteen, but that website came alive. My first thought was are they doing something without me?
0: Well, I I you know, I can't go into details. Huh?
2: And then I looked I, and I thought, you're the one who you're the you were you, you were behind it. I, I don't know if you wanted to be outed here on the live at the Sports Attic podcast, but uh, what you just kicking those tires a little bit? I
0: just thought you know maybe 2020 is the year. Let's see, post some to see if there's any interest, to see if uh, uh, people remember, if uh, uh, maybe there's some interest. Uh, yeah, I mean I I I my goal is to do something this year. You know whether whether it's uh, whether it's a one man Al Larcher show and uh, I, I I rent a space somewhere and, and I'm alone and nobody shows or I just do it in my apartment uh, that's fine but I mean I would hope uh, maybe we could get the you know we could get the team back together and uh, uh, maybe do a show that would be my hope. Nobody's in that second
2: floor apartment. We could do the show there.
0: We could right, absolutely. We could do like a theme show of some kind. I know, would love that.
2: And your idea behind it would the would it be a uh, a new show that we write? Would you want a um uh? Do you want to play the hits?
0: I know. Uh, I don't as know. A radio
2: program director. You you want to play the hits? Am I right?
0: I don't know. I I I. That's something I would uh, definitely you want a group conversation about. You know, I wouldn't. You know, I don't want to dictate what I want. It's not about me. Um, All right.
2: I would love to gather and, and chat, maybe maybe see everybody. Kind of bring the band together. Yeah, Elijah wants to know if Gerber maybe would be making a making a comeback. <laughs> no,
1: no. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. The Actually, group.
2: We had some great sketches, and we had some shit sketches.
0: Yeah, they, they can't all be winners.
2: <laughs> People Gerber- don't
0: know there was there, there was there was uh, 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 a. <laughs> I think the sketch was. I think the, the the sketch was basically like like a cleaning lady was coming over, and uh, I was the Gerber baby. But now I'm all grown up. But I, I want people to remember me as the Gerber baby. So I'm like <laughs> I'm like dressed in nothing but a diaper, and I'm yeah. not I'm not a uh, uh, an attractive. Uh, I don't have an attractive body by any means. I, I'm, a, I'm an obese man, and uh, the the scenery wasn't very good and. Yeah, I've never heard more of a dead crowd. I was in like a full house, and I come out in a diaper, and uh, there's just a gasp. That's all you hear. <gasps> and there's silence from the crowd. <laughs> like, it, it was, was like, drama. yeah, yeah. It, was a, it went from a comedy to a drama really fast. And Well, there was a time out know,
1: there where
0: I
2: didn't know the sketch that we were in. Like, I went blank in people. Oh, Elijah laughed at it. He he thought that was a funny sketch. So people did laugh.
0: Al. well, I think we laughed inside because I didn't hear one. I didn't hear a peep out of anybody. You, you could up? have heard a pin. As the as the old expression goes.
1: Let's
2: uh let's kick the tires on it. Let's send a send a couple texts around and see if we can do a show.
0: Yeah, that's the plan. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well. What else is there to say, Clark? Do you have anything uh, anything pressing you'd like to get to the kids okay? okay. Every, everybody happy? Everybody's good. Things are going well. Oh, I, uh, I,
2: I went to the doctor again on Friday. Um, things seem okay. They took blood and everything. Um, I still have the tension headaches here and there, but uh, my blood pressure has gotten under control, uh, and uh, I, I get the blood test results back tomorrow. So. I'll let you know next week.
0: All right, good. I can't wait. Oh. We're gonna know your, we're gonna know your blood results and your XFL team. It's gonna be quite the show.
2: Oh man, I can't wait. That's a hell of a tease right there.
0: Elijah yeah. is in for a treat next week. I tell you.
2: <laughs> thanks, thanks for sticking with us through this uh, through the show.
0: All right. Yeah, well, well, I got nothing else to say. I'm uh, spelling this beautiful midnight tide. Uh, I'm going to go play a little game playing uh I think it's called Waste, Wastelander 2. It's a free game on uh, on the Xbox Game Pass. Um I started it it's an older game. I started it like a year ago and, and didn't get anywhere with it and then, uh, I feel like I'm about halfway through it and suddenly it got really hard and uh I was too high to continue so I took a break last night. That's a
2: good idea. Take a step back. If just just be careful. Um, I think I may try to play a little uh, NFL blitz uh, from, I think it's 2003 that I have tonight. Uh, I might finally be able to beat the computer. I found that PlayStation, found some games. It's a lot of fun.
1: And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Yeah.
0: Um, so we've had one response to the, uh, does uh, did Jimmy Johnson
1: and Bill Clinton look alike? And, and, uh,